Merry Christmas and Happy Winter Solstice. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, Snake River Lib, uh, December 21st. Um, just before uh, Christmas. From here on out, the days get longer. Sadness. Um, before we get into any kind of uh, FISA court or impeachment talk, I want to talk about the state of Virginia. Um, things were going very interestingly right there um, now. Um, you've got a Democrat governor. If you remember the Democrat governor while he was in medical school, not back in high school, but medical school, um, he either went blackface or dressed up as a member of the Klan. Uh, nothing happened to him. He's a Democrat. Um, of course, the, attend the lieutenant governor uh, had his own little Me Too moment with uh, someone else, but he wasn't removed either. And the attorney general, who was number three in line, also had his little special blackface moment. None of whom, all three Democrats, by the way, none of whom were um, relieved of their post, which would have left the then the speaker of of their uh, house uh, in charge, who was a Republican. However, things have changed uh, since the 2019 election with uh, Democrats now controlling the state house as well as the governorship. And all have been promising some very, very draconian measures um, uh, regarding gun laws uh, coming up here in the new year. Uh, which is, uh, has been the response by most of the counties outside of the D.C. corridor and probably around Richmond and such, is to declare themselves sanctuary counties. Over 90% of the counties in Virginia have said that the, the sheriffs have said that they will not comply with any kind of state laws regarding bans or, or confiscations or anything regarding um uh, state gun laws. Now, I'm not sure that they have the uh, um, legal authority to do that. Um, you know, the state can cut off funding, of course, and that's, you know, the state will probably do that. That's if it comes to that. Um, one member of the, of the House there actually said, that, well, we'll just call out the National Guard. Uh, to to force uh, compliance by sheriffs and police officers uh, in the various counties. I find it ironic that that the very same people who who flip the bird to federal immigration law are the same ones who are telling these counties that they can't do that. Uh, actually, you know, the states actually have a little bit more standing to do that, but not when it comes to immigration law, by the way, but but I find it very interesting that they do that. And I, um, we could have, theoretically, we could have a Lexington and Concord moment. Will citizens in rural Virginia, which again, 90% of the counties have voted um, or have established some sort of ordinances uh, essentially establishing themselves as sanctuary counties in the state of Virginia, will they follow through uh, against any kind of draconian gun laws put forward by the State House in Richmond? That remains to be seen.
Um, and if so, um, that could be a tinderbox. What it has done, contrary to what you'll hear from the politicians in Richmond, is that this is not an NRA movement. Uh, this mostly is grassroots. Uh, there are even, uh, sad to say, um, militia groups forming in the state of Virginia that are uh, that say that they are willing to do what it takes. Um, there are sheriffs who are saying that they will deputize every person in the county so as to allow them to possess their firearms if necessary. You have a number of things that are going on. And, and all the while we've been talking about impeachment and the FISA court and everything in the national news, Virginia, which we've been told is a blue state or at least a, a very bluish purple state, and the last election would indicate that because you know, yes, you know, you might have a majority, it might go to the Democrat in the national election, but the truth is, is the Democrats want a majority of the, the seats uh, in their legislature. And they can't do that, you know, for all those rural counties and such without Democrats winning out there. So, yes, it is a purple state. However, it doesn't seem to be as blue as it is purple. And and when it comes to guns and such, there's going to be a problem. Will it go to violence? I don't know. I, I feel like that we are drifting towards violence in this nation uh, one way or another. You know, the Civil War in many ways was easy. It's unfortunate we didn't just uh, uh, let the South go their way uh, simply to avoid the bloodshed. Um, if the founders all, most of the founders all agreed that, that succession was within the Constitution to do that. Lincoln did not, and he was able to convince uh, sufficient numbers of Congress to not go to, to agree with him. Um, that was a geographical. Today, the divide that we have in this nation is not so easily defined. I mean, yes, we can, you know, you can, you can cut off the coasts for the most part, and leave the in, in, inward side, but you still have large cities. You know, you've got Colorado, and 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 you've got large cities. You know, um, in in the interior um, that are blue bastions. That would be a problem, even if you were to cut off the coast, uh, geographically speaking. So, uh, civil war becomes much more difficult simply because of the geographical issues with that. And so maybe thankfully for that, um, it would be better perhaps uh, to be able to divide up peacefully and one group go one way, the other the other way. I don't know how that's possible. We live in trying times, to say the least, where more and more people, we're just getting more and more divided, and I don't know that there's a way to, to come together. All right. Um, FYI, I posted on my uh, Snake River Lib um, blog, not on the Snake not on SnakeRiverLib.com, but but on my blog post, and you can find it on my Facebook page. The link for it, a rather lengthy blog post regarding budget, because uh, yesterday, well, yeah, yesterday the 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 House and Senate have 
voted a, a huge massive spending bill that nobody really knows what's in it because there's Christmas for everybody and everyone in the nation except for those who care about uh, fiscal responsibility and then it's uh, a nightmare um, passed it president signed it into law there there's your there's your abuse of power right there for all concerned uh, you know that's one of those charges by the way the president's accused of we talked about abuse of power on my last uh, snake river lib podcast in that in that uh, the number of abuses of power passed of president obama and also mentioned some of the abuses of power of members of congress that are uh, have been involved in some impeachment I want to talk a little bit about the uh, second article of impeachment, which is even more laughable. By the way, before I do so, um, kudos uh, to Representative uh, Gabbard of Hawaii. Um, Her domestic policies are policies that I would probably disagree with on every single one of them. But you know what? She's willing to have a discussion on them. She doesn't say my way or the highway. Uh, she knows that, that her her items could not get passed as, as she would like them. But what I really like about her is that she wants to get the military pulled back from overseas. You know, we just had the Afghanistan papers released. I don't know if you heard about that. Of all the bogus uh, lies and such that we've been told about how well things have gone in Afghanistan, how our money has been just wasted horribly over in Afghanistan, you know, why are we still there? We should just say, you know what, we're gone. And here's the argument that people against that will say. You know, we've wasted so much, or we've been in there so long. So many people's lives have been lost. So many people have been wounded. If we leave now, they will have died and been injured in vain. No, 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 no. There's nothing we can do about the past. The question is, how many more are we willing to die and have injured in pointless deaths and injuries? For people that don't want us there, all to to make rich the drug lords and the military suppliers back here. All the cost of of the families of the poor, basically speaking, in this nation. So for that, I admire Tulsi Gabbard. I also admire Tulsi Gabbard, in Representative Gabbard, in that she voted present on the articles, both articles of impeachment. And she's been ripped apart by the leftists in this country. Now, in fairness, and I agree with her, by the way, she said that there's that that they didn't bring forward anything in their articles that was really something impeachable. Does that mean that Donald President Trump hasn't done anything wrong? Nope. I would say, and those of my family will quote will be able to verify this if they remember on the day that President George W. Bush signed the McCain-Feingold uh, campaign finance law. W. said that it was basically unconstitutional 
and that he hoped that the courts would, would rule it that way. On that very day, I sent a letter to the White House saying that he should, that President Bush should be impeached for knowingly signing an unconstitutional law. I want to say that, you know, every president has done impeachable things. Obama, Bush, Clinton, what they are trying to impeach the president on, and this is where we're going to go right into the second article, Obstruction of Congress. If you've ever watched Schoolhouse Rock, by the way, if you should, if you haven't, you should, go look up I'm Just a Bill. So Congress goes and they pass the law, blah, 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 right? They pass a bill, goes to the Senate, Senate passes it, goes to the president. President, guess what they can do? He can sign it or he can veto it. Some people may interpret that as an obstruction of Congress. Well, Congress said they wanted it. How can the president veto something? That's an obstruction of Congress. Supreme Court just uh, this past week has allowed, has agreed to hear a case regarding compelling executive branch employees to testify under subpoena. Except for, guess what? The House withdrew their subpoenas. Rather than forcing a judicial clash, the House withdrew the subpoenas. So if they withdraw the subpoena, is it really obstruction of Congress? Or are we just talking about a veto? So here's what happens, right? They 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 want to subpoena somebody. So they say, "Well, we're gonna, well, we're just going to claim executive privilege." The president has the right to do that. The president's been doing it well. The presidents have been doing it since Eisenhower and before. You know how you get rid of that executive privilege? You get rid of most of the executive branch. But that's another argument for another day. Um, you're not going to get rid of that. We're not talking about covering up a crime here. You know, they've, they tried to make what the president has done or not done into a crime. Nobody is saying that there's a crime here. What we're, ta what we're arguing about is a difference of opinion on foreign policy. Should the president have used foreign policy as a part of his, his campaign? I don't know. Should Clintons have been collecting millions of dollars in their Clinton Foundation while she was a Secretary of State and potentially running for President of the United States? Hmm, I don't know. Gee, wonder what that sounds like. I don't know if you just heard recently, by the way, but it turns out that there was a mistaken or there was an unreported $1 million donation from Qatar um, to the Clinton Foundation. Just, just reported this past week. Oops. Obstruction of Congress. 
because the House was not willing to issue the subpoenas and force them to appear. We're, we're claiming this. Where were the Democrats when Lois Lerner took the fifth? Where were the Democrats when Obama shielded all the Department of Justice during Fast and Furious? Am I saying that two wrongs make a right? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that obstruction of Congress is just something that the executive branch does. And maybe next time, maybe next time Congress should not cede all of its power to the executive branch and then wonder why they can't do anything. They should have thought about that back in the 30s when they were given FDR all the power. Yep, probably should have. Because now there's nothing that anybody can do about it. Executive can't control it, as we've seen with President Trump. You know, if you get a president in there that has a different policy than what the bureaucracy wants, there's a lack of control. There's a lack of control for Congress. You have a bureaucracy that's going to do its own thing, regardless of who the president is, regardless of Congress, because Congress can't use the power of the purse because they can't pass a standalone budget because it's become too partisan. Go read the blog. It's a long read. I won't, I won't lie, but I, it's a, it goes into the budget thing. I think a little bit, uh, uh, pretty hairy, Anyway, um, presidents have been obstructing Congress forever and a day. I, if I was President Trump, you know, Nancy Pelosi, remember remember the, the solemnness of the occasion. Nancy Pelosi also invited President Trump for the State of the Union address. If I was president and I was under impeachment, I would send a letter saying, here's the State of the Union. I would do what Calvin Coolidge did, best president ever. recording um calvin coolidge uh he he just sent a letter but other than calvin coolidge uh you know most of the time they've gone over there and made a big show of it and recently that's been the case one way or the other um if i was president trump i'd send a letter saying here's the state you know not out of spite. I wouldn't do it for that reason. But I would put it back to its proper role. You know, because the State of the Union show proves what a farce the impeachment is. Why would you invite somebody so despicable that you had to pick up the one tool left to the Congress when everything else failed to get rid of this person, that you pick up the impeachment tool. Why would you invite him into your house, into your chamber,
It's all just a game. Oh, and she's playing more games, right? Because now they're going to try to hold on to it and not let the Senate deal with it because they want a fair trial. Because what they had in the House is fair. And she wants, you know, I, I don't know if it's because she didn't realize it needs two-thirds of a vote. Which, by the way, just read, wish I could remember where I read it. You know, there's little rumblings that there's talk that there might be some Republicans willing to to throw t Trump overboard. Um, I'm not a Republican. But I can tell you that it'll be the end of the party if they did that. But I'm not so sure that they don't want to be in the mi minority. I think that Republicans have struggled, with the exception of when Newt Gingrich was was in that it was the Speaker of the House, that ever since Newt Gingrich was out, that Republicans have struggled with governing as the majority, that they don't like being the majority. It's easier to sit as a minority and complain and bicker, and I think they like it. Now, kudos to Senator McConnell for getting the judges through. But he's also sitting on a bunch of bunch of legislation that he needs to get out there. He needs to put it in there for a vote. Let it be voted up or down. Which, by the way, would be better to put it out there and watch Schumer filibuster it. Because he doesn't want it to he doesn't want it to be exposed. Come on, Senator McConnell, do it. Anyway. This is Snake River Lib. If if uh, if they do do that, bad, bad, bad. Um, one of the I almost forgot. Uh, one of uh, Representative Nadler's witnesses, uh, Noah Feldman, uh, Harvard professor, he said that technically President uh, Trump is not impeached until the House votes to send the articles over to the Senate and appoints managers and they actually present the case in the Senate. So Hillary, or uh, I'm sorry, not Hillary, but Nancy Pelosi is going around saying he's impeached, he'll be impeached forever, he'll be impeached forever, and they're trying not to actually run the case. One, you got a bunch of senators who run for president, Democrats, and you don't want them to be bogged down by a trial because that leaves uh, old uh, Cranky Joe in there as, uh, as somebody who can pick up a lot of votes while all the rest are bound up in trial. So he's not impeached, according to one of their witnesses, until they actually vote it over to the Senate and they're actually presented in the Senate. Either way, I'm not sure that's going to make a difference towards the election. I read a meme the other day that said Donald Trump would be the first president that was that was impeached by a partisan vote in the House, will be acquitted by a partisan vote in the Senate, and he'll be overwhelmingly reelected uh, um, that year. Right now, there's I don't see anything that's going to stop the reelection. I don't. I see Nancy Pelosi losing the House of Representatives. You know, all those, all those red state, or all those red uh, district Democrats that offered themselves up on the altar of impeachment. 
Um, they got a lot of explaining to do. Anyway, this is Snake River Lib. It's uh, December 21st. Remember, taxation is theft. And should the government, the answer is almost always no. Have a great night.